as the playoffs inch closer and closer with every passing day which teams scare me the most for the Carolina Hurricanes find out in today's segment of the Tuesday tears on this episode of locked on hurricanes your locked on hurricanes your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And rate the show five stars on whatever stream platform you're listening on and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And in today's episode, we have another installment of the Tuesday Tears of what teams scare me the most in the Metro Division, as well as the Eastern Conference and NHL as a whole, as well as a quick news update on the Carolina Hurricanes, because they did hold a small practice day and announce a pretty fun theme night. So heading on into the Tuesday Tears, and this time... I only have four teams here. Uh, I kind of took the Colorado Avalanche off of here because we were able to handedly beat them. And Toronto's not on here because when we play them on Thursday, they're not going to have Austin Matthews. I'm not really scared of that team right now. And as well as their track record in the playoffs, I feel that playoff time, we likely won't see Toronto. You know, I, I, we could be wrong there. We absolutely could be. But given recent history and, and how Toronto is in the playoffs, uh, I'll believe it when I see it there. And then Colorado, like I said, if whenever we play them in the playoffs, it would have to be in the Stanley Cup final. And we showed that we can handedly beat them. We do have another matchup with them coming up in April. So we'll see how that goes. But we know that we can beat them and we can shut them out. We've been the only team to do that this year. But at the top of my list right now is the Pittsburgh Penguins because I think that they are still a very dangerous team and they're not a team that's ready to hand over their mantle, I I guess you would say, as one of the top teams in the division and conference and NHL as a whole. I'm not ready to do that because that's something I've kind of talked about for the past season or two. Of it seems like, and not just in hockey, but you know, there's that changing of the guard almost. You had these teams that were on top for so long, and now they're starting to age out, and other teams are taking their place. I've mentioned Pittsburgh in there. I've mentioned the Capitals. I've mentioned the Bruins those are kind of the three big heavyweights there that have been on top for a very long time that are aging out now we saw that happen with the Detroit Red Wings they had their one last cup I think in like 2008 after that not so much LA same way they had their run not so much anymore but you 
Pittsburgh, they're a team that's still dangerous. And they just showed that they can still beat us. It, yeah, we did have a lot of stuff working against us in that game with travel, so many games in such a short amount of time. I mean, heck, that Pittsburgh game was our second game in under 24 hours. So there's a lot working against the Hurricanes in that uh, most recent meeting. But it just goes to show that Pittsburgh is still a team to... It's still a force to be reckoned with. Like, you you can't count them out just yet. It, because at the beginning of the season, I was saying, like, yeah, you know, they may vie for, like, a wild card spot, but that'd be it. Not really, you know, the top spot in the division. And that's what they've been doing for large majority of the season. But next up on the list is the Washington Capitals. And I have this for a very, like, specific reason. Obviously, it is the Capitals. They are... You know, a team we always got to watch out for. But, you know, here, when we play them this week, it is going to be in the second half of a back-to-back. So, that game scares me. Because Washington, yeah, they're an older team now, like Pittsburgh, but they're still a good team. It's not like they're a team that's, vying for a lottery pick or anything like that no they're they're in the mix for the playoffs and i think that this this capital team they're they're gonna realize the situation they're in at the end of the week where we are you know on the second half of a back-to-back and they're they're gonna take advantage of that they already play us really tough this is a big rivalry game and I think that they're going to do everything they can to take advantage of that because that last game in D.C. was an ugly game. It wasn't a great game for the Hurricanes. And I think that they are going to look to build off of that and because it's one of those things uh, they know that they can beat us and beat us handedly. I talked about how we were able to handedly beat Colorado and shut them out, they shut us out. So I think that we cannot you know, count out the Washington Capitals. We know that's going to be a really tough game, and that's a game that does scare me, but we'll talk more about that game at the end of the week whenever we go to preview that game. But moving outside of the Metro Division, we obviously got to talk about the Florida Panthers. We know how good this team is, and just the stellar season that they are having they have been right out there with us and Colorado all season long as the top three teams in the NHL so I think that it, it with the Panthers obviously if we play them it'll be a conference final matchup but I do think that is a very realistic conference final matchup that we could very well see and with that you know, matchup, the Panthers won the season series against us. They, they really had our number a lot this year, and they are a really tough team to play against. So obviously, that is a team that scares me should we meet them in the playoffs. And then another team that is just really, really hot right now is the Calgary Flames. No pun intended, but they're just firing all cylinders. Jacob Markstrom is playing out of his mind. 
probably the Vesna favorite, I would imagine. But that's a team where they're just so good. Of course, they're going to be scary. I do believe we're not playing them again at all this year. I think we've finished our season series with them, and we, in fact, have. We're not going to see them again. It's very much like Colorado. Should we see them? In the playoffs, it's in the Stanley Cup. And if they stay hot, I mean, we know how when a team gets hot, you know, if they get hot at the right time, they can make a run. We did that. You you look outside of hockey, the Bengals just did that. So team gets hot at the right time. If they can sustain this, maybe they could make a run. They got a lot to go through, especially Avalanche being the best team in hockey right now as far as standings wise so a lot to look out for there and obviously it kind of goes week to week of who's going to scare me the most that's why the Washington Capitals are in here you know they're obviously a really good team of course they're going to scare you in that regard but the situation that we're going to be in against them this week that scares me that really really scares me but like I said with that Capitals game we'll talk more about that as that day comes but the Carolina Hurricanes did hold a small practice this afternoon or this morning rather and we will dive into that right after this quick break it's that time of the year as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us folks we're in North Carolina we know how big of a deal the NCAA tournaments are here and bet online has you covered from the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. There's a lot of basketball games coming on, and BetOnline.net is the place to go to keep up with that stuff. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued sport for all of your sports wagering and information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. On Monday, March 21st at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, tune in to Locked On Fantasy Hockey's live deadline reaction show to get all of the on-ice fantasy and betting analysis you need from host Steel Roden and Flip Livingston with appearances from our roster of local experts. Now today was officially a day off for the Carolina Hurricanes. They weren't holding an official practice or anything like that but the Carolina Hurricanes they did have a small unofficial practice today. They had a small group of guys. Assistant coach Tim Gleason was leading the practice today. So, again, not an official practice, but it is one worth mentioning because obviously, you know, you got guys practicing on their days off. You love to see that. But one thing that really does stand out here was this is the first practice that Tony D'Angelo has participated in since his injury. And while the Hurricanes have been doing well on the power play, it's not like stuff has completely, completely stagnated with him being out. There definitely has sometimes been, uh, you know, some areas where like, okay, you know, if, you know, we had him quarterback in the power play like we typically do, 
maybe that wouldn't be as much of an issue right now. But you know, with this practice, you know, I one thing you know that was kind of surprising to me, honestly, especially for two of the guys here, was they were all normal practice jerseys. There were no yellow, no contact jerseys. There was none of that because Tony, he was joined by Seth Jarvis, who's coming off of hip injury, Stephen Lawrence, Andre Svechkov, Brendan Smith, who had that really scary injury, Derek Stepan, Martin Natchez, Jesperi Kotniemi, Ethan Bear, and both Freddie Anderson and Auntie Ranta. So, had a decent group out there, and I am really glad that it's just one of those things that these guys are practicing on their days off. And heck, you had both of your goalies there, and a decent chunk of your roster as well. And again, it's an unofficial practice. They don't have to be there, but they are there. And I love that. And it's good to see that all of our guys that have been dealing with injuries are out there in normal practice gear. No yellow, no contact stuff. None of that. So that does bode well. Earlier or yesterday, I had mentioned that Jalen Chatfield getting sent back to Chicago could mean that we could see the return of Tony D'Angelo or Brendan Smith, if not both. But, you know, it, it's been something that, you know, is it, you know, it happened really early on in the week and there was some chatter online of, hey, don't look into this or anything like that. But you got both of these guys practicing again. And, you know, that's, this is good. And, I still think that should one of them come back, I do think Brendan Smith would be the one to come back first because he had been practicing for a bit now. So I do think he would be the one to come back first. But again, that's just something we'll have to see come Wednesday and Thursday. Obviously, Thursday being the game against Toronto. So I think that you know it, it's... It's good to see, and it's a step in the right direction for these guys dealing with injuries. I said that I think Seth Jarvis will be back for that game against Toronto. Brendan Smith being the one that I was leaning more towards on the defenseman side should Chatfield not get called back up. But that is something there. It's Tuesday. The game is on Thursday. We still got a while to go before we hear anything as far as that goes. But again, I love that we've had all these guys out there and, you know, you just kind of look at these group of guys out there. You know, you have Seth Jarvis, him coming off of injury and him being such a good rookie this year, uh, being a guy that's just a student in the game and picking stuff up really, really quick. And then, of course, his roommate, Jesper Kotniemi, of course, they're there together, of course, and Stephen Lawrence. You know, Derek Stepan said in his post-game interview uh, again, in that game against Philly where he, he was giving so much praise to Lawrence of just how good of a player he is. And to see him being here on his day off, continuing to practice and work at getting better with the old guy that was giving him all that praise, I think is really, really good. Of course, Fetch is there. Of course he is. I mean, he'll go back out after games and after practices and whatnot and go some more. Really not surprised that he's there. And again, Smith, you love seeing him there. Bear, again, you're just one of those guys that 
you know, want to see him to continue to improve on his season. Marty Natchez in the same boat, whereas neither of them have been god-awful. They both haven't necessarily lived up to expectations this season, at least in my opinion for me. So I think that having those guys there on their day off practicing, I really like that. I do. And then, of course, both goalies being there. You'll love to see that, especially with Freddie having dealt with some concussion symptoms as of late. So, you know, I love seeing both of those guys there. And we'll see how things go tomorrow on Wednesday. Tomorrow is the official practice uh, before the game against Toronto. So, obviously, everyone will be there at that one. But, you know, we'll see if some of these guys that were dealing with injuries, Tony, uh, Brendan Smith, Seth Jarvis, if those guys are still able to go tomorrow or if they may have some issues, you know, tomorrow or whatever. But we'll talk about that in tomorrow's episode of the show. But the Carolina Hurricanes did announce a fun theme night for an upcoming game. And we'll talk about that right after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from that chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes, just like any other professional sports team, has their theme nights. You know, we have Star Wars night, we have NASCAR night, and a whole bunch of other ones. And the Carolina Hurricanes did announce another one for their February, or excuse me, not February, April 8th game. And that will be Carolina Panthers night. And this is one, of course, I I like it. They've done Charlotte Hornets night before, so you figured the Panthers night was coming as well. And, you know, obviously, you know, people make jokes, you know, because the Panthers, you know, aren't a very good team or anything like that. But I still think this is something fun for fans of both teams, just like Charlotte Hornets night was something fun for both teams. And with this particular game, they will be playing the New York Islanders in this particular game. So again, it's going to be a fun division matchup. We haven't really seen the Islanders, I think, since, honestly, since uh, opening night. I don't think, yeah, we haven't played them since opening night. That is crazy to think about, that we went almost the entire season without playing them again. And then we play them, of course, on the 8th and then on the 24th. So, 
you know, this is going to be a fun game again for fans of the Panthers and the Hurricanes. And, you know, just some stuff, you know, I want to see out of this game. I feel that, you know, the warm-up jerseys uh, are probably a given. They did that for the Hornets site, so they'll probably do uh, Hurricanes jerseys with Panthers colors. I feel that's a given. I wouldn't mind seeing rally towels for, for this particular game. They did that with the Hornets tonight. I have one of those. And, you know, I think that would be another really cool addition as well as maybe some limited edition merch for that night. I think that would be really cool, whether it be t-shirts, hats, what have you. I think that would be something really cool for both sides, you know, whether you're a Panthers fan or a Hurricanes fan or, or both. And I think that one thing that everyone wants to see in this game, some Panthers players sounding the siren. Uh, I think everyone wants to see that. And of course, ever since you know, it was announced this morning that they're doing this, the name that everyone is wanting to see do it is Cam Newton. Of course it is. Of course it is. He's arguably the greatest Carolina Panther of all time. So, of course, you know, the fans want to see him sound the siren. Whether he's under contract with the Hurricanes, or excuse me, with the Panthers or not, I think everyone kind of wants to see him. If he's still a free agent, you know, in a few weeks, whenever that night rolls around, I think they really, really, really need to make a push to have him there, have him sound that siren, give the fans what they want, give Panthers fans what they want, and give Hurricanes fans what they want there. That is what everyone wants. And obviously, you know, there's other guys on the team as well. You could have Brian Burns. You could have DJ Moore. You could have Christian McCaffrey. There's a whole bunch of other guys you could obviously have do it. But I think Cam is the one that everyone wants. And it'll be interesting to see uh, just how whichever Panther player, they players, I should say, they have there when it comes to sounding start, how they do. Because the last Panther player to do that was Luke Keekley during the playoffs back in 2019. And instantly iconic siren sounder art maybe the best siren sounder ever he damn near broke the siren he was cranking it so hard so of course you gotta bring it hell if they could get luke to do it again that would be great but that's just something we'll just have to wait and see you know come april 8th but in the meantime make sure you follow locked on hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you are listening on. And now that you've made Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day, go make Locked on Fantasy Hockey your second. Hosts Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And in tomorrow's episode of Locked on Hurricanes, I will be answering your questions. You, the listener, you, the huge Kaniac, I will be answering your questions in tomorrow's episode. So make sure you send those in today. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.